0: this podcast details true crime cases it contains adult themes and may contain descriptions of violence it is not intended for children listener discretion is advised
1: thank you for joining me for today's episode of once upon a crime it's april and on the first day of april we have this silly holiday called april fool's day And to be honest, I'm not a big fan of April Fool's Day because I really don't care for like mean-spirited pranks, which is what usually happens to unsuspecting people on this holiday. But anyway, whether you love it or hate it, it's a tradition every year that we cannot seem to escape. So I've decided to give the month of April and April Fool's a different spin here on Once Upon a Crime. Basically just for my amusement, and I hope also for yours. We're gonna have some fun with true crime stories this month you may be wondering if that's even possible if you listen to this show and oh yeah it is possible and the person who is best at having fun with true crime stories in my opinion is my good friend and this month's co-host first time ever on once upon a crime leroy luna host of the podcast excuse me that's illegal hey leroy how are you doing
0: oh hold for applause (laughs) Uh, thank. You. That's a real honor that I get to uh, have co-hosting duties with you. I'm getting a little bit nervous. here.
1: <laughs> well, dope. Because we're both just you know in the closet here, so it doesn't really matter, does it? Uh, we're talking yeah, to ourselves. It's funny. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we're both uh, solo podcasters, and I don't know about you, but it's kind of a lonely process.
1: Yeah. You I know, mean, like the it, late
0: it, nights you spend writing and stuff like that. But, uh, it's yeah, it's cool to be with, like, another human being. Yeah. Um, not yeah. just any human being. We're actually friends. We're on a texting basis.
1: Yes. So I don't want
0: to brag or anything, but, um, <laughs> yeah, me and Esther text it, back and forth occasionally. It,
1: it's your brush with fame. <laughs> You poor thing. Uh, So, yeah, we've actually done some things before together. Um, And, you know, you guys know that I've done this on Once Upon a Crime. Like, I'll have somebody on and maybe do a little interview or have them kind of, you know, go through, like, an episode. But I've never had somebody, like, co-host with me for a whole month. And I just thought this was a great time to do it. But, you guys, don't worry. Like, we're still going to have lots of true crime stories. Actually, a lot of true crime stories. Hopefully, they'll be a little bit more fun. Um, They will be some that are what you're used to, but with a little bit of a twist, and then some that maybe are more like what Leroy's listeners are used to, you know, so we're (sighs) going to try to do a little bit of both, see how that works out for you guys. You can tell our listeners a little bit about what kind of cases you cover on Excuse Me, That's legal. Now, okay, first thing I have to ask you, do you have a shorter name for your podcast? Or do I always have to say, (laughs) Excuse (laughs) Me, That's Illegal?
0: You have to say, "Excuse me, that's illegal." With a like a bit of a sassy attitude, okay. though. "Excuse me, that's illegal." Okay, some you. people have said um, EMTI. I guess that's the initials. Yeah. I haven't come up with anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could just call it "Excuse me." I guess I haven't. I don't have anything official. Yeah. It's kind of weird to, you know, when you force nicknames on on your listeners. Like I call them "illegalites." <laughs> uh, one of my listeners yeah. came up with that idea. Yeah. But you know, some people really push that, right? Like, yeah. Hey, what's up, true crime? Junkets, or I don't know they make <laughs> up some weird uh yeah. some sassy yeah. nickname
1: some of them are cool like like affirmative murder I like those guys and they, they call them affirminators and I, and I thought that was pretty cool okay yeah <laughs> that was yeah good. that's all right so, yeah, Once Upon a Crime, that's a long name, too. So sometimes we'll just say O-U-A-C, which kind of flows OK. So we do that. That's fine. But it's not like something that's commonly used, you know, out in, out in the world. Um, it's just something yeah. to shorten it once in a while for us. So anyway, tell us kind of what you cover, what what your podcast is about and what you do on it.
0: I cover the pettiest of criminals, kind of the stories that don't need to be told, but or at least <laughs> you never knew needed to be told. But. I do it in a fun way. For instance, uh, the most recent episode was about a golf course in Norway. And uh, for the past 10 years, someone's been pooping in the holes of the golf course. <laughs> and uh, they haven't been caught. A person? I also a did person? a serial. You're, this is
1: not like a gopher. as a person you're, you're saying,
0: right? No, it's actually, <laughs> yeah, a person. And for some reason, they had to get a permit to get a um, like a security camera there. And it got denied, which I thought, like, it's outside. Can't you just put cameras wherever you want if you have a business? Like they, they might have different laws in Norway. Oh huh? yeah, but um, for me personally, I would stake that place out. And oh, I mean, there is 18 holes though, so you never know which hole this person's gonna take a dump in, right? I, but they've been doing it for I, 10 years. Oh my god,
1: I can see and, you. I uh, can I see. A, I can see you out there with a like a hoodie with like night vision goggles, <laughs> waiting to catch the person.
0: Oh my god, that would be awesome. <laughs> but yeah, 10 years. And I also did a, there was a serial Slurpee thief in New York city. So I really like to mix it up and uh, just do silly stuff along those lines. It's a, it's a lot of fun. And especially for someone, you know, if you're into true crime and the stuff gets a little too heavy for you and you need a break, um, you can come listen to me and stay in the true crime realm, but just kind of dip your toes in it, you know? Yeah. Give yourself some time to recover and then go back to the, the murdery stuff. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like what they say, a little palate cleanser, right? Uh, to, to, exactly, yeah. Yeah. I need those sometimes. I actually do those sometimes on the show, but not not in the, in the humorous way, like you, know, I try to find something that's a little lighter, or maybe we're talking about a survivor or something like that, so we can kind of like at least, you know, not leave every day uh, that we listen, you know, kind of wanting to go back to bed or something, <laughs> so...
0: Yeah, like your um your rock and roll episodes. I was a big fan of those ones. I love those. Yeah. The, the rock stars, so.
1: Yeah, and actually you you guys uh, this month we're going to do something that has a a musical bent to it too. So you guys are going to like that. I know the, our listeners really like um the when we do the musical stuff. There's some crazy ass stories out there when it comes to musicians though. So those are kind of easy to find. So those are fun to do. Oh,
0: they never fully grow up, I feel. It's yeah. uh yeah, it's a cool lifestyle. Yeah.
1: This is one of the things about about uh, Leroy's podcast is that he has been producing consistently for quite a while now, which people who listen to podcasts don't realize how much of an effort that is to really uh, produce episodes consistently on a schedule, especially when you have another life, you know, or try to have another life. So how long have you been producing episodes and about how many do you have now?
0: In August, it'll be three years. So it's about August is pretty far away. So, yeah, it's been two and a half years. And I'm approaching my 100th episode. <laughs> um, I'm writing episode 98 right now. So. Oh, cool. Yeah, if you, if you want to listen to the podcast, you got 98 episodes to binge. Yeah, there's so, plenty. Um, and
1: I like them because they're not they're not super long. You know, something you can listen to um, on, one on a commute to work and one on a commute back, basically. You know, if depending on how long your commute is, yeah. of course. But yeah, so I, I kind of like that because that's what I tend to do. It's like, I'm going to put on, excuse me, that's illegal because I know that it will be almost finished by the time I get to where I'm going. So I can't stand when you're in the middle of something. It's like, oh, shit. And then you got to stop and you got to <laughs> go into your yeah. dentist or whatever and then wait till you come out to finish it. So uh, that's kind of what happens with the longer shows. So cool.
0: Yeah, I don't last very long. I'm known for not lasting very long. Um, <laughs> Well, you know, partly that's the kind of humor you'll get
1: with Libra. I'll I'll just give you a little (laughs) heads up right there.
0: (laughs) I like to throw in those sleazy jokes and then just carry on. And I'm like, I wonder if anyone caught on to that. uh, Got to amuse yourself in the closet somehow.
1: Yeah. So you also have a Patreon. I like your Patreon. Um, I've been a, a, I guess, patron, something to call it, uh, for a while now, too. So tell a little bit about your Patreon and what what kind of um, extra content you put out on there.
0: Yeah, you've been there since the beginning. I really appreciate that. Well, I, mo- I do stuff with my brother mostly. Okay, so on a lot of my episodes, if it's at a certain business, say a, a Walmart, for example, I'll find that exact Walmart and I'll read a couple of reviews um, that people left. And I always enjoy doing that. So uh, me and my brother have one It's called How Bizarre, How Bizarre, where we we check out these weird um, businesses and I'll read reviews about them, and, and we'll just kind of talk about that and joke around. Uh, my brother's just like me. He's, uh, he says some pretty sleazy stuff. <laughs> so, so we have fun. We also do a Luna Bin show where we, um, I don't know, we just play fun games and, and uh, bust each other's balls. And <laughs> we try to keep it true crime related somewhat. But it, yeah, it's a lot of fun over there. I also do just a regular bonus episode. So there's lot, lots of stuff over there.
1: I love the Luna bins. I've been a, a big fan of those from, from way back before. They were even on uh, your Patreon. It was on your brother's Patreon first. They're, I mean, they're just hilarious together. I mean, you just never know what they're going to say. That's kind of why I listen. Yeah. <laughs> you never know what they're going to say. Yeah, I'm like, we, so
0: <laughs> Yeah. We but try yeah. to one-up each other, but it's kind of quality time that we spend together too. Sometimes I forget we're even... We're even recording something. I forgot that my mom and my dad are listening.
1: <laughs> that That's pretty obvious sometimes. Because sometimes you're like, wait a minute, is mom going to listen to this? <laughs> it's like, oh, well. And then your brother's like, oh, whatever.
0: <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'll edit that out. Yeah. And he never, he never
1: does. does. He never does. <laughs> yeah, so Patreon. Excuse me, that's illegal. There'll be links in the show notes uh, so you guys can listen to both of those. Okay, so, you know, you should follow, subscribe, stalk him, whatever you're going to do. But the links will be in the show notes. Okay. In
0: fact, pause this right now. Uh, Go download excuse me that's illegal you don't even have to listen to i mean subscribe as long as you download if you subscribe you'll get it downloaded every every episode and i don't even care what you do with it at that point yeah as, as long as i get that download
1: yeah download on all your on all your work at home in your car yeah.
0: <laughs> grab your grandma's cell phone there you go subscribe.
1: hey no, I never thought about that that's a great campaign <laughs>
0: <laughs> she won't even know. So.
1: <laughs> she has no idea how to get to podcasts on her cell phone. Okay. <laughs> so, but now let me tell you about what's going to happen on this podcast episode. So since Leroy and I are both, you know, true crime experts of the highest caliber, I will say, we will try and mm-hmm. test our skills on this episode. So in this episode that we've titled Fake or Felony, we are going to try to attempt to stump one another. Now, the way we're going to do this is one of us will detail a crime story. And the other one will have to guess if the story is true or if it's fake. So true or false, you get the idea. So you can all play along if you want and keep score. If you like, you may be better than us and that would be really humiliating, but (laughs) that's okay too. (laughs) So that being said, are you ready, Leroy?
0: Oh, I was born ready. Okay,
1: (laughs) let's get going. All right. And here's what I hope, because I know, you know, what your podcast is like and the kind of stories you cover. So you may have a jump on some of these, because you know, you may have seen these, you may have been doing a search and, and and saw some of these. So you may know, Oh yeah, I remember that. That was, that was real. So hopefully not, but you know, it is what it is. We got to get
0: around.
1: (laughs) When I was doing this kind of research, it was all new to me. And, uh, I was just like laughing my ass off. I'm like, Sh- shut up. This is not real. This cannot be real. So I will, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it'll be difficult for me to figure out, but maybe not so much for you. So the first one, the headline is, thieves snort cremains mistaking it for cocaine. Three men burglarized a Florida home, taking jewelry, a laptop and a flat screen television. They found containers in the home with what they believed were crushed up prescription pills. When they returned to their hideout, they snorted the powdered substance. After their arrest, it was discovered that what they thought were drugs were the cremains of the homeowner's father and her two dogs. Now, is that true or false, fake or felony?
0: (laughs) Okay, that sounds too insane to be true, but I have been around and I know that is a true statement.
1: (laughs) That is true. Headline. And I think it's great that uh, you got we got Florida right right off the right off the bat man we got Florida in there so <laughs>
0: Yeah, you have to. You have to. You, and uh you that, that's insane. Don't you think that would probably get you high still though even <laughs> though it's you know it's not what you wanted it to be but Well, it's going to do some kind of damage.
1: I know I know. I mean, I I I've never snorted anything so I have no idea, but I think that I I know from the psychological perspective of it that if you think you're getting drunk or you think you think you're going to get drunk or you think you're going to get high. You actually, in your mind, do. Right. So you feel like it. Yeah. So you could be, somebody could give you a beer and you don't know it's non alcoholic beer and you think, yeah, I'm going to get wasted and you will feel drunk. Your mind yeah. is so powerful. So it's yeah, they, they like, might have yeah. got high off it. Yeah, for sure real quick here since we this is true I'll give you a, a little bit of uh, the detail Jose David Diaz Marrero age 20 Waldo Saroya 21 and this guy's got a cool name his name is Matrix Matrix Andaluz, 19 like Matrix that's <laughs> Matrix, a cool on name Matrix <laughs> Andalus. <laughs> <laughs> allegedly burglar or allegedly this was before I guess you know allegedly burglarized a Florida home in 2010 and 2010 this didn't come out till 2012 took urns that contained the cremated remains of Holly Tenska's father and her two beloved Great Danes, Great Danes, that's a lot of, those are big dogs. It, yeah. And snorted the contents thinking they were drugs, according to the Ocala.com. They also reportedly stole about $1,500 worth of jewelry, a laptop, a DVD player, and a 42-inch flat screen television. They must have had like a van or something. Jeez, who's I always think that. I'm like, oh, I got nothing in my house for anybody to steal. I'm like, oh, I got my flat screen TV, but nobody's going to take that. You know, it's the only thing here that looks like it's worth anything, right? <laughs> that could take to your couch, you know, or your table.
0: Yeah. But, yeah. Exactly. Were the remains, they must have been in their own separate urns, or was the guy like, Yes. Bar- like, no, look, okay. next to the Great Danes.
1: According to, <laughs> yeah, there, there was more than one, because, you know, she wasn't going to put her dog in with her dad, I guess. I think she had three. Like, there had to be probably three, right? According to the report, detectives investigated the case. Said the men told them they thought the urns—yeah, multiple urns—contained crushed pills and sorted the contents. So one of them, who pled guilty to four burglaries, he was sentenced to more than eight years in prison. You can see their their mugshots up here on. Uh, so uh, you see Oh uh, There we go. <laughs> these guys look like total brainiacs right there? <laughs>
0: <laughs> the hey, one w- guy's head's almost <laughs> too big to fit the frame. <laughs> The other guy's is sleeping. Sleeping.
1: They all got Seriously, the- how would
0: you think an urn? Why would you think a bunch of pills were crushed up in in there? It's <laughs> yeah. So don't weird. you know what
1: an urn is? Unless it was like, I guess they have different kinds, but most urns that I know look like these closed-up vases kind of thing, and they're usually sealed. So how do you even yeah. open that? Unless you just had it like in a kind of box type. I don't know.
0: I Who mean- has their pills just pre-crushed up like that? Though? Like that's <laughs> or whatever it was. That's insane. <laughs> Pre-student. Do you
1: want to try one? See how I do?
0: Yes, I will. Okay. So as you can tell by my voice, I'm a sweet, innocent Canadian boy. Um, and I've been to Florida, L.A., and even Las Vegas before. But there's one place in America I'm never visiting, and that's Texas. Uh, and it's not because of their loosey-goosey gun laws or anything like that. It's because Theo Riley lives there. Theo Riley, a.k.a. the Texas Butthole Tickling Bandit. Yeah, you heard that right. So uh, let's get into it. So there was a man who was breaking into the homes of residents in Dallas and tickling their buttholes while they were uh, asleep. And he's finally been caught after a reign of terror that lasted a little over three weeks. He managed to be identified by police and was arrested in the early hours of January 5th at 5 a.m. Unfortunately, at this point, he had already broken into over a dozen homes at night and tickled people's butts. His victims were all men. He would tickle them till they woke up, laugh and say, gotcha, and then run away. Uh, We're going to get a couple of quotes here from men who lived in the area. Uh, Relieved Richard Hayes said, quote, fam. I slept on my back every day. I can finally sleep on my stomach again. While uh, Steve Simpson added, any man who tickles my butthole best be taking me out So uh, (laughs) Theo received one year in jail for the assaults, along with 50 hours community service and a year's probation. Uh, This happened back in 2019. So I imagine Theo is back out roaming the streets. And like I said, I ain't taking any chances. Uh, Theo never gave a reason as to why he did it, but police theorized there were way more than a dozen victims, as some men were too embarrassed to come forward. So, uh, he's lucky he didn't get shot over there, because uh, <laughs> there's probably plenty of guys who would shoot people for less than that. So, so yeah, what do you think, Gester? Fake or felony?
1: Oh, gosh. Um, it's such a Leroy-ism. <laughs> 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 that is hard to say because it, it's so, yeah, it's so weird that it could be true, but it also is so in your wheelhouse that it's hard for me to know whether you made that up or not. Um, it seems like it'd be kind of hard for him to do that without, you know, being caught immediately, right? And I mean, how are these guys sleeping? Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, I generally, I sleep with my butthole up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I wake up pretty easy, so I don't think he's going to be getting But I'm kind of picturing,
1: me. like, you know, little kids, they sleep with their butt kind of propped up in the air.
0: Exactly, I don't yeah. think grown men Face sleep that way. Up. And Maybe
1: they do. I don't know. And, oh, my God. I
0: might pretend I'm still asleep. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm going to say fake. I'm going to say fake.
0: Uh, you got me. I, I actually kind of cheated here. Because if you actually do Google Texas Butthole Tickling Bandit, you'll find stories from uh, various sort of illegitimate sites. I guess someone made it up. And then even a few uh, morning radio shows kind of ran with it, just regurgitating the story. And it got some legs. This Like in 2019... But yeah, it's been, it got confirmed by Snopes and a couple other sites that it is a fake story. Okay. And uh, like I (laughs) added the name Theo Riley, I made up the punishment. Yeah, that's the thing uh, that was like,
1: there was a lot of details So I'm like, well, maybe, yeah, maybe because, (laughs) but I'm like, I'm just trying to figure out, I'm just trying to figure out the logistics and I'm like, I think that'd be kind of difficult to, you know, if it was one guy or two, but if there was like a a series, uh, it might be kind of difficult for him to pull that off.
0: (laughs) I wanted it to be true so badly, but um, yeah, it's a fake. A fake. Yeah, that, it's weird though. Like some radio shows went along with it. I guess you get it from one source, you see a couple others, and and you just keep going with it. But yeah, yeah,
1: yeah that, that's a, why we have Snopes. That's why. We have
0: Snopes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's a fake one, unfortunately.
1: Okay, I'm going to give you guys one, and this is a little bit more, you know, crimey because we got murder in this one. I'll give you guys a little hint as you're listening to these. Is like the ones that we make up, we have to write them. You have to kind of figure out. It could be something we wrote, it could be something that, you know, it was actually in the news, but we're so good, yeah. you may not know, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. The title of this is Man Claims He Was Infected with Mayonnaise, and That's Why He Killed His Wife. <laughs> a California, a California, it's not funny. <laughs> okay. Leroy made me laugh. A California man was arrested in the death of his wife earlier this month. He reportedly told sheriff's detectives he beat her with a concrete block while claiming he was protecting her from a group of brutal, powerful people who had infected him with mayonnaise. So, true or false, fake or felony, Leroy?
0: Oh, wow. I like how you do those quick and then you'll give more details if it's real. If it's fake. Or not. If it's you're fake, you're not was,
1: getting nothing else. <laughs> <it's>,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just give me more details if it's fake. Um, I can't, I'm trying to think if I, I've seen this before. Uh, I've seen people make some pretty bad excuses. Um, I'm going to say real again.
1: Yes, this is true, which is oh, what uh, the, this guy's great, says. Nathaniel Robertson, 46, has pled not guilty to a charge of first degree murder in killing his 57-year-old wife, Lydia. Robertson was arrested after his wife was found dead with blunt force trauma injuries um, and blood splattered at this entrance to their home, which, you know, kind of detaily there. But I, it would take the police a little to no time to ascertain that Robertson's delusions were likely due to his frequent drug, drug use. A regular crystal meth user, Robertson, would tell detectives he killed his wife to, quote, give her compassion and mercy and that the alignments were not in place to protect her. Robertson would also say that he had something within him that was releasing information about the Revolutionary War. When asked how he had been... I don't know what that has to do with anything. When asked how he (laughs) had been infected by by mayonnaise, Robertson would go on to blame a group he could only refer to as vaguely as they. So he had no details about how this mayonnaise infected him. Was it because she was (laughs) making him sandwiches with mayonnaise, but these people were put he doesn't explain i guess we can only theorize on um, that yeah
0: end. sounds like some schizophrenia or something like that yeah, mixed in
1: definitely delusion stuff but i mean of all things to to zero in on that would be like the thing that's like evil or infected with mayonnaise like how do you eat- <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's funny because i um my friend ryan that i lived with for a while he um he put some mayonnaise on his sandwich one time and it was expired, right? It expired about a year earlier. And year. he said that it made him feel like he-
1: <laughs> That's the guy that cleans out his refrigerator regularly, you can tell.
0: <laughs> yeah, we were living together at the time. But um And he died. He, he, said, he, he said he felt like he was high when he when uh-huh. he ate it, right? And then I remember my other friend Ron, he was always like, he, right away he goes, You got high off mayonnaise? And uh, just the way he said it, I we used to repeat that all the time, but there could be some truth to it. I mean, uh,
1: but, okay, i got have that quite, I, have, of, I have to ask a question though. You open a jar of mayonnaise; it's a year old. There's no indicators that that thing has gone, you know, has turned. Let's put it that way.
0: Apparently not. I don't know. Maybe you thought it had some like pesto mixed in or something. You know, it had that green tinge to it. <laughs>
1: I mean the smell something. Oh good lord. Um, okay. You boys. Yeah. You boys. <laughs> We're slobs. Okay. Okay, your turn. <laughs> okay.
0: What do we got? Here? Oh, okay. This one's an April fools themed crime, which hmm. is perfect for this episode. It's 2011, and we're at a Walmart in Maryland, where a 48-year-old shopper feels the call of nature. He has to take a shit, so he rushes off to use the restroom. After taking care of business, he goes to stand up, but no, he can't. There's something stopping him from getting up. This isn't good. Uh, turns out he fell victim to a prankster who smeared super glue all over the toilet seat. Uh, a couple minutes later, an employee hears the man screaming for assistance, and ends up calling nine one one for the fella. Police, firefighters, and paramedics arrive on the scene shortly after, and this glue is no joke. I don't know if you if you're familiar with like crazy glue or super glue, but it's mm-hmm. pretty powerful. Like I, I've I've gotten my uh, fingers stuck yeah. together, especially like, on skin. I'm pretty strong,
1: especially on skin. oh okay. yeah, big mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm.
0: Especially on a delicate buttocks. Um, But, yeah, it's powerful. Anyway, uh, they couldn't unstick the poor man there, so they had to unbolt the entire (laughs) toilet seat, and uh, they took it along with the man still attached to the hospital. Uh, He had to do the walk of shame through the Walmart with the (laughs) the toilet seat still (laughs) attached. Um, Doctors eventually managed to remove the seat. It took them 15 minutes, leaving the victim with minor injuries to his buttocks, but he mostly just suffered from embarrassment. Officers never tracked down the prankster, but if caught, they said he could face charges of second-degree assault. And we'll stop it right there. Okay. Is that uh, <clears throat> real or fake, Esther?
1: Yeah, you know, it's funny because I feel like I saw something on a movie that was something like, or a show that, that something like that happened. Uh, maybe it was a sitcom. I don't know. It, it, it seems like I saw something like that. But I kind of think... It's possible, so I'm gonna say true.
0: Yes, it is true. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it, it um, that's crazy. Um, because <laughs> you wouldn't be able to do up your pants or even put your underwear on if you god. still had like the um, the toilet seat how attached. How embarrassing to your
1: butt. would that be? Oh my god! Yeah, and I- they said
0: they <laughs> uh, they couldn't disclose how they managed to unglue the guy mm-hmm. for some reason. It was kept confidential. Uh, with a, the hospital it's a
1: super glue but company I, secret
0: <laughs> yeah i'd like to know personally just in case yeah. uh maybe peanut butter warm water something i don't i don't know just what they would
1: use because i'm thinking like how long was he gonna give it was just me like how long would i sit in there trying to do something before i called it attention yeah. to myself you know what i mean that just sounds horrifying oh,
0: exactly. oh my god well, say he's sitting there, I mean, if I have to go to a bathroom in public, I'm doing it pretty quick and it's an emergency, mm-hmm. but I don't, know. I mean, if he was sitting there reading the paper, uh, say he was there 10 minutes yeah. and then went to get up, I think I could rip myself. Uh, maybe it would hurt. Yeah. It would maybe he felt hurt. too, de- it depends how hairy his butt was too. <laughs> Cause, um, like that hurts, right?
1: It's just like <laughs> getting a wax. But, a women don't, we, we have no sympathy. <laughs>
0: Oh, that's a free waxing right there. there you go. Yeah. Maybe I one. bet you if it's a woman, <laughs> if it's a woman, she would have she would have got off there. Oh yeah. But, uh, but uh,
1: two seconds, man. You're gone.
0: <laughs> yeah. This guy couldn't take it, so he had to uh he had to bring in the jaws of life and everything. Could you imagine? Like the firefighters <laughs> paramount like, Yeah, that's everyone.
1: He couldn't handle it. He'd never been touched there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, it would take me a long time before I started screaming for someone's attention <laughs> yeah, exactly. that I'm stuck to the toilet seat. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, no, I think but I But try- each minute you wait, you try it gets worse, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Unreal. Oh,
1: good lord. Yeah. Oh god, that's terrible. That's horrible. And you, know, you didn't find the person, huh? They didn't catch whoever did it.
0: No, it could have been an employee who I mean, if I guess if they really checked the footage, it could have only been there for uh you wouldn't be able to confirm who it was though. But you could narrow it down to maybe 10 people. It could have been someone that worked there, in my opinion. I don't know.
1: Okay, my turn. Let me see. Title of this, Robber Holds Up Burger King But Gets Caught When He Comes Back to Complain About the Food. A hungry robber held up a fast food restaurant in Nashville. Besides taking all the money in the registers, he ordered employees to pack up food that he had taken away that he took away, I should say. Minutes later, he returned to complain that the food sucked and to ask for a freshly made burger, a milkshake, and other items. The police had already been called and they arrived and arrested the robber while he waited for his order. Is that fake or felony?
0: Oh my God. Um, God, I've heard of so many stupid criminals. This could have definitely happened. Like... Um, are you going to do three trues in a row though <laughs> I'm going to say false
1: you're right it was false it was false
0: oh my god yeah I told him. I'm sure that's happened though. I totally made even it even if you that's what I do for some of my cases though like I think of something like oh that'd be a cool crime then you look it up and it's happened it's right? happened
1: yeah I could probably look. It probably has happened you know Burger King is not a sponsor of this podcast
0: <laughs> no it should be
1: <laughs> oh God, okay, you turned.
0: <laughs> that was a good one though. you you almost got me. because I've seen ones where people have uh, robbed a place and then given them their resume afterwards or something. you know like we, it's <laughs> are you hiring
1: man? Yeah. Obviously I need money.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. A gentleman was enjoying a nice meal at a fancy restaurant in California as he was finishing up. the waitress noticed he was acting strange. Nervous. She found out why a couple minutes later when he bolted for the front door without paying. Uh, the woman chased him outside and shouted, stop that man. There was a hulking young dude out on the street who heard her desperate shouting. This guy was huge. Uh, he grabbed the dine and dasher, picked him up about two feet in the air and held him up against a brick wall. He didn't let go of the guy until the police arrived. Now, I don't know if the would-be thief got arrested, but that's not the interesting part of the story. The good Samaritan who stopped the thief was one Edmund Kemper, a.k.a. the co-ed killer. Crazy. Uh, When Kemper was asked about the incident years later from his cell on death row, the bespectacled brute said, quote, It was nice to be on the right side of the law for a change. That was a good day. End quote. Um, So what do you think, Esther? Real or fake? Mm. I know you're a big fan of Mr. Eddie Kemper. Yeah,
1: fan. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Gosh. Love to throw that word around. know,
0: (laughs) Serial killers.
1: (laughs) Oh, gosh. You know, it's... What was I thinking? He's a big guy, so I can see him being able to do that. Uh, He wanted to be a cop. So that makes sense. Um or he room. he yeah, he kind of fancied himself like a cop wannabe, I guess. I don't know if he actually wanted yeah. to be a cop, but he's like hanging around cops and shit like that. Um I'm going to say true. Just because it's so
0: weird. Totally made it up. <laughs> I mean, it could have happened, but I just made it up off the top of my head last night.
1: All right, you got one on <laughs> me. <laughs>
0: yes. Oh.
1: You know, there was some there was some serial I'm trying to remember, there was some serial killer who did uh, turn in somebody i can't remember it maybe it'll come to me later but i mean it's wow. it's, it's not I unheard of these guys <laughs> it, it's this is a weird thing so i i have worked with felons in my other life my other job and one of the things i can tell you is that even violent felons and stuff like that or people that rob shit or carjackings or whatever when they're incarcerated i swear they are the most they're so serious about about justice like they just don't <laughs> like hearing like somebody gets away with shit. They just don't like that. They're very law and order when it comes to other people, <laughs> which is really yeah, odd. I'm always, is... and I'm like, I would be like, dude, do you not see any irony in that?
0: I know right? <laughs> they're de- delusional, like they're actually good people or something.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, and, they have uh, this. I think
0: BTK mm-hmm. was it? Uh, Dennis Rader was like that, maybe. Oh yeah. Um, there was a couple others. Yeah, but, BTK used to yeah, turn that's... in people
1: for having their lawns too, too long because he was a Homeowners Association cop or something. <laughs> he was an asshole. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: yeah he is. would turn people in. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Okay, so let's get one more here. So this one is uh, titled, Man Reveals Decades-Old Murder After Becoming Jealous at Class Reunion. A man attending his 30-year class reunion in South Carolina discovered that his high school sweetheart was now dating his former best friend. The pair had broken up when both left to attend colleges in different states, but he had never forgotten her. He'd look forward to rekindling their romance at the reunion, but was surprised when she walked in with his best friend from high school. After a few drinks and in a jealous rage, he blurted out that her date was, quote, a murderer, stating, I know because I was there with him when we killed that guy. Shocked partygoers alerted authorities, and the two men are currently being investigated in connection with the decades-old murder of another high school boy. Is that fake or felony?
0: Hmm. That sounds very believable. Oh man. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's real.
1: Fake. <laughs>
0: <laughs> ah, come on.
1: <laughs> totally made me. up. Totally made up. Uh, I think I saw some kind of headline a while back. Something about a class reunion, and I don't even remember what it was. But I thought this shit happens. Like people, they go back and they see their old uh you know, nemesis from high school or something and they get drunk and, you know, start brawling in the parking lot when they're, you know, 60 years old or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> but, I'm like, but I'm like, yeah, what if, yeah, what if somebody blurted something out? Uh, there might have been a movie kind of like, I I don't know, I don't watch a lot of movies, but... Isn't there something about that? Like they found out what happened when they were in high school that some girl had been killed or something like that. I don't know.
0: Yeah. It rings a bell, but that, yeah, I can't put my finger on that one.
1: Yeah. I might've picked up on that a little bit uh, for this, sto- you know, fake story, but yeah. Yeah.
0: Imagine if, could you just do a real story and then instead of in, in uh, South Carolina, it happened in North Carolina. So you're like, gotcha. But you yeah. just like switch where it happened. Yeah. <laughs> That's cheating. Right?
1: Yeah. totally cheating. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Your turn.
0: Okay, this one is a lover's quarrel, and it happened over in Mexico. Police were called to a domestic dispute at the home of Leonora and her husband Juan. Leonora became extremely upset with Juan when she found explicit photos of him and another woman getting it on on his phone. Uh, She was so upset that she grabbed a knife from the kitchen and started slashing at her confused hubby. When police arrived on the scene, Juan had to be treated for multiple stab wounds on his arms and legs. Now, I know what you're thinking. That's kind of a downer. Not really that interesting, though. And Leonora had every right to be upset at Juan. Well, no, not really. Because if she had given him a moment to explain himself, Juan would have told Leonora that hussy in those photos was actually her. They were photos taken years ago, back when they first started dating. Leonora apparently did not recognize herself because she was much younger, thinner, and had makeup on. Juan, who thankfully made a full recovery, told investigators that he had recently found the photos in an old email and transferred them to his phone. Leonora was arrested and remains behind bars pending charges. So what do you think, Esther? Fake or a felony?
1: Dang. (laughs) I heard this story, but I don't remember if I heard it and it was fake or if it was true. See, because I know that you are looking for some that were fake too. I know I heard something about, or I saw I had something, or I dreamt it. Maybe I dreamt it. God, that's sad if it's true, but I'll say it's true.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's true. (laughs) Could you imagine? How what are you doing with that hot young lady? <laughs> and um, yeah, it really happened in, uh, I don't know how to pronounce this place, C-A-J-E-M-E, Cahim Sonora, uh, back in January of 2021. And that's where it happened in 2021.
1: Some oh, wild yeah. stuff. Oh my God. Yeah, that's that is so sad. How embarrassing too. <laughs> You don't even recognize yourself. That's how much you let yourself go. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. And what a good guy! Eh? Like he literally has pictures of, of you, him, and his wife of all people, right? Yeah. Like on his phone. <laughs> Who knows what he's doing with those photos, right? But, but, the um, other, but the
1: other thing she could have been she could have been upset about is like, oh, is that what you wish I still look like? <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's a red flag. I mean, oh God. I don't know if they stayed together after that, but yeah, that's a rough one. She's a, she's a fiery,
1: oh fiery man, woman. yeah, she Very was passionate. jealous, jealous woman. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's 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 stay on the on the sexy theme. I got a, a little sexy story here. Well, not really. It's kind of gross, but <laughs> it's got a little sexy bent to it, I guess. Six pack torso discovered. A torso missing its head and lower extremities was found floating near the shore of Lake Michigan. It was discovered unclothed. I'll make that, yeah, obviously. Without fingerprints <laughs> or other identifying features, police have had to rely on the public for help. The only thing they had to go on was that the dismembered torso was, quote, in very good shape and sporting six-pack abs. Quote, such a shame, one local woman said to reporters when asked to comment. There are so many out-of-shape, unhealthy people still walking around. It's too bad that someone who kept in shape like that is gone. End quote. A female officer for the Traverse Traverse? Traverse? Traverse City Police Department said the discovery of the torso was quote, sad but sexy. That true or false?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um that sounds true to me. I'm gonna go with true.
1: (laughs) It's false. And I didn't write oh it. My. I didn't write it, but oh my God. Okay. So this was from clickhole.com. <laughs> so, oh <laughs> my God. <laughs> and they, they write it just like it's a real story. Right. So I just took a part of it. It says earlier this morning, police department discovered recently dismembered torso of a mill currently identified as John Doe, though we have to assume it was probably something more like Chad or Antonio. <laughs> Given the chiseled abs, that were instantly visible as soon as the chiseled torso was pulled out of the lake's murky depths. When a <laughs> member of the team first noticed the toned, glistening abdomen floating near the easternmost side of the lake, uh, and identified it as the body of an absolutely yoked human male, <laughs> sending a wave of horror... <laughs> Sending a wave of horror, shock, arousal, and insatiable sexual desire through the crowd of police and onlookers present.
0: (laughs) Okay. Now that you read that, I should have known it was fake. (laughs) Not very professional, really, right?
1: Sad, but sexy.
0: find a dead torso and you're like, oh, he was absolutely yoked.
1: (laughs) Okay, so yeah, that was fake. Okay. Yeah, (laughs) it's
0: weird. There's a place in BC where like a lot of feet wash up on shore. Um, I don't remember the reason why. Yeah, I guess people who drown and stuff, for some reason, their feet have been washing up on shore. It happened a bunch of times. Oh, wow. And uh, they thought it might have been a killer or something, but it I, I don't remember the reason why, but apparently it's true. <laughs>
1: That's odd.
0: Uh, don't quote me on any of that, but yeah. <laughs> I thought you might lose your six-pack after death, right? <laughs> like, you're not flexing, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I actually only have one more here. I apologize, but we're back at Walmart again, people. (laughs) And this is where Timothy Blake, 28, was charged with pandering obscenity, sexual imposition, and two counts of menace by stalking. After two female customers complained of a man following them around the superstore and squirting them with a sticky substance that he had in a syringe. Timothy claimed the white substance in question was egg yolks mixed with flour, a concoction he said he learned to make on the internet, but he later admitted it was his own semen. And (laughs) after an officer told him, they had run tests on the substance. Timothy admitted he masturbated in his vehicle and in the Walmart bathroom. Maybe that's what the guy's butt was stuck to on the toilet seat. (laughs) Um... So he masturbated in the bathroom to obtain the semen samples as well as committing the heinous act around a dozen times over two months. He used semen on four of those occasions and either the egg mixture or spit on others. Um, He also confessed to aiming specifically for his victim's buttocks, saying it was his way of having sex with the women. Oh, God. Oh, God. He also said he got the idea from reading about it online. This guy should stay off the internet. Uh, we're going to we're gonna stop it right there. So uh, fake or felony?
1: Oh, God. Please tell me you did not make that up. I'm going to like keep my fingers crossed that that's fake. Because <laughs> otherwise, I don't know if we can be Wait. friends anymore.
0: <laughs> Wait, so you're thinking it's fake or real?
1: I'm hoping it's fake. <laughs> no, I'm hoping it's real. Sorry.
0: Yeah, you're hoping it's real, right?
1: I'm hoping it's real, yeah. sorry. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm hoping it's real. Uh, this, because otherwise, you have a really <laughs> sick mind.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is real. Oh, thank God. Uh, sadly. Oh, thank God. It happened in Marietta, Ohio back in 2017. Um, Timothy actually got away after the two women filed <laughs> complaints in one day. After viewing surveillance footage, police saw him get into his work vehicle and Timothy was pulled over and arrested a couple days later when officers spotted him. Uh, He was with his wife. Uh, They were on on their way out to dinner. Awkward. (laughs) So, (laughs) What's the wife think about that?
1: Oh, God. Oh, man.
0: Unfortunate for the women, but could you imagine in this guy's mind, it's like, well, I'm not cheating. He sees some women he finds attractive, and he's like, well, if I just squirt them with my semen, like it's almost like we kind of did it, right? Oh
1: my god, yeah. so bad. He saw it on the internet, like wh- <laughs> where? I don't want to know. Never He's mind. He's on
0: the dark web. Okay. Clearly, he saw something. That's that's Walmart in um in America. I that's feel right. like Walmart's worse than than the Canadian Walmart. Yeah, because. I don't know. I go to Walmart quite a bit and I don't really see the, the crazy stuff. Although, when I went to Florida, I didn't see anything crazy happen at the Walmart there. I either. think I guess the, you got to be there at the right time.
1: From what I hear, it depends on the neighborhood or the area. Yeah. You know, it's a regional thing, apparently. I don't know. I don't know.
0: That makes sense.
1: <laughs> Somebody should do that. Somebody <laughs> should like just go stake out Walmart. You could do a podcast on that, right? Like just st- stake out Walmarts and the things you see or. Maybe you talk to people who look kind of bizarre or interesting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would be kind of Coming fun. Coming at
0: you straight out of the Walmart parking lot. <laughs> that would be interesting, that just sort be. of interviewing just random people that just yeah. look strange that you think would be a good interview. Yeah, you're like, this guy looks really Also dangerous, right? Yeah. But... <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm going to give you a hint and I'm going to tell you that one of these is true and one of these is false and you have to figure out which is which. Okay, this one's called Bad Habits. Two women dressed as nuns robbed at least three financial institutions in New Jersey before police discovered the crime spree. The women dressed in full nun garb looted banks in different cities and counties, delaying peace from recognizing they were dealing with serial bank robbers. Okay, that's number one. Number two, <clears throat> eight-year-old boy calls 911 to tearfully report that he is a criminal. A third grader in Spokane, Washington, began watching a DVD of the Disney movie Encanto while his parents were in another part of the house. When the Remember, this is a DVD, right? When the anti-piracy warning played at the film's beginning, he became distraught, believing he was committing a crime by watching it. He dialed 911 and after the operator got the boy to calm down enough to understand him, she assured him that the cops would not be arriving at his home to arrest him. The boy's parents told reporters they'll only allow him to watch movies over streaming services from now on so as not to re-traumatize their child. So one is true and one is false. Which is which?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh my God. The eight-year-old, that's ridiculous, but I bet you that's true. I think that one's true.
1: And the so the other one you think is false, the the nuns <sighs> robbing banks. I,
0: uh, I want to believe that one. That one's pretty cool. Yeah, I guess I think that one's false. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the women dressed as nuns robbing banks, that's true. That's oh, true. it is true. That's true. Okay. Yeah. Two women dressed as nuns robbed the Citizens Bank on August 28th in Pocono Township, Monroe County. Law enforcement sources told NewJersey.com, they believe the pair are the same two women charged with robbing banks in Garfield, New Jersey, on September 27th, and Teaneck, New Jersey, on October 15th. Um, they gives their names, it's hard to read. Swahili's Pedraza Rodriguez of New Haven, Melissa Aquino Arias of the Dominican Republic, have charges pending in federal court for the New Jersey robberies, but haven't been charged for the Pennsylvania one. One of the ladies allegedly wore a hijab Muslim headscarf for the Garfield crime, while the other one had no head covering. And then one another one wore a blue hijab at the T-neck crime while the other wore a black cover. But there's a picture <laughs> where they're actually they, they're wearing the full thing.
0: Well, the full nun nun outfit? Yeah,
1: the full nun outfit and you can see this is from the bank uh, surveillance camera.
0: Which I appreciate that pun though, right? Cuz that's what they wear. It's called a habit. Yeah. A habit. I think cuz I just remember <laughs> Sister Act 2 back in the habit yeah. with uh, Whoopi Goldberg there, right?
1: So the one with the boy, it was from Click Hole as well? The title of this article and click hole is good luck in the can kid. This eight year old boy is scared shitless that he's going to be arrested after seeing an anti-piracy warning appear before watching Coco on DVD. You know, it has that thing at the beginning.
0: Like a $250,000 fine or something crazy.
1: Although Jacob panicked and tried to skip ahead on the remote, a big X appeared over the screen instead, which scared him even more and made him start to cry. He kept nervously glancing <laughs> to see if SWAT team was about to bust in and carry him away, and rightfully so. Yeah, that was
0: believable. Yeah. And they say kids are pretty soft these days. It, it depends, obviously, on the parents and yeah. stuff. Um, myself, I'm um I'm taking my eight year old, same age as that kid, uh, to see John Wick four. Um, maybe this weekend or next weekend. Uh, he's seen like all the John oh, Wick really? movies. It was a bad parenting moment for me when um. He had a notepad and he was making drawing a tick each time uh, John Wick killed someone. Oh, I think the first movie was like sixty eight. The next one was like hundred and two. Oh, um, I was just kind of glancing over him. Like, is this a red flag? Like, is this? I don't know. Is was he doing it because he was enjoying it, or was he a psycho?
1: <laughs> is he going to be a statistician or an or a serial killer? We don't know yet.
0: Yeah. Oh, Either way, I'm I'm one proud daddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a, a nun would be a great, mm-hmm. it'd be a great disguise. Cause you know how they say, like, if, if you wear something to distract people, so they'll just be like, oh, they were dressed as nuns. Yeah. But, but it's like, well, can you give us any other features? Cause yeah. they're not going to be dressed as nuns, you know, yeah. five minutes later. Yeah. <laughs> so you got to like distract them kind of thing.
1: You've probably seen this one. Um, It's it, the title was obvious Florida man charged with repeatedly calling 911 for a ride home. A Florida man who proudly identifies as a citizen of the Sunshine State, evidenced by a tattoo outline of Florida on his forehead, was arrested for misuse of the 911 <laughs> yeah. system when he repeatedly called to try to find a ride home.
0: I've uh, seen the mugshot yeah. of the guy with the Florida tattoo, but I didn't know that was the story that went along with <laughs> yeah, it, I that's, think.
1: Yeah, that's the story. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: It's okay to be proud of where you come from, but, like,
1: yeah. take uh, it easy. Take it, take it easy. <laughs> <laughs> So that was pretty fun. I think you got me a couple of times. I got you a couple of times, you know, but yeah, we, we got to say we, we know our stuff, right? A little bit, a little bit.
0: Yeah. You could also make the argument. We're good at making stuff up too, right? If <laughs> yeah. we trick each other. So yeah.
1: we're, either yeah. way, yeah,
0: it's fantastic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we're great. Yeah. We can pat ourselves on the back and say, we did all right. We did all right.
0: Let <laughs> us know how you did Uh comment down below. Yeah. Um, what is this? A YouTube clip? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know where you would comment. Yeah, you can comment. on
1: Yeah, wherever you. Find us. Or on email our us. <laughs> Send, us <laughs> <We'll> <laughs> Send us a letter. we would be happy. Send us a letter.
0: Yeah, snail mail.
1: <laughs> yeah, you could. Yeah, you could do it uh, if you're on if you're on the the website. You're you know watching this on the website. You can comment below there. Uh, YouTube. Um, you can you know join us on our Facebook page. All that good stuff. You got a Facebook page too, right, Leroy?
0: Yeah. I'm under Leroy Luna. I also have a private Facebook group, 2,700 people in there. I'm not bragging, but, (laughs) um, quite a few.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Cool. Yeah. It's the uh, social
0: media. I'm not great with social media.
1: Yeah. Um, Like
0: when I started,
1: you got a lot of people on there though, you know?
0: Yeah. I don't know how that happened. (laughs) Um, even when I started this, I, I had to get my wife to like, get me an email address. I didn't even know how to, like I didn't have an email address Mm -hmm. and I didn't even know how to like open one up or whatever. Um, (laughs) That's how terrible I am, yeah. Oh my God. With, uh, technology. So
1: you guys, I hope you enjoyed this. We, we had fun with it. So I will not be releasing an episode on April 10th. So we'll be back on the 17th and you will get two more episodes of Fool Me Once. So next time is going to be really fun. we do something a little bit different. We are going to have some really crazy stories and we are going to try and uh, play a little game. i have been wanting to do for a long time and things to be really fun. So. Anything else, Leroy, before we go? Tell them again uh, where nope. they can find your podcast, uh, the name, so in case, um, like me, they forget everything.
0: Excuse me, that's illegal. It can be found wherever you consume your favorite on-demand audio, <laughs> I think. I don't know. I've heard <laughs> someone say that once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's- Just subscribe, please. I need, like, 5,000 more people, and then I can go part-time at my job. I'm a lazy guy. <laughs> uh, this is my passion, kind of. <laughs> I know I'm not the greatest at it, but, you know, throw a guy a subscription.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's he's humble. You guys will like it. It is a really good show. It's totally different from probably anything you've ever heard. Um, He consistently publishes, which I know you guys like. It's, uh, you know, the quality is really good, and uh, I really enjoy it. Um, And I hope you guys will, too. So that's it. Thank you guys so much. Thanks, Uh, Esther. Yeah.
0: Your check's in the mail for that.
1: Yeah, just Venmo me, man. Uh, So, So, yeah, we'll see you next time, Leroy, and it's been really fun. And I'll talk to you soon, okay? All
0: right. See you guys.
1: And that will do it for this episode of Once Upon a Crime. That was really fun, and I cannot wait for the next one. You know I love music rock music, metal music, and next time we're going to be discussing crime stories and playing a Fool Me Once game focused on rock and metal bands. You won't want to miss the fun. We're off next Monday for the Easter weekend holiday, so the next episode will drop on April 17th. But if you're a Patreon subscriber, you get all the episodes earlier than everyone else and ad-free. To find out more and become a Patreon member, go to patreon.com slash onceuponacrime. Once Upon a Crime is written and produced by me, Esther Sanchez Ludlow. Special thanks once again to my guest host, Leroy Luna. Make sure to check out his podcast and subscribe. Just look for Excuse Me, That's Illegal in your favorite podcast app. Until next time, be good to one another.